0: Your hands, everybody. Have you got what it takes? Because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the boys Brakes in a bus, brakes on a car, brakes to make you a superstar, brakes to win, and brakes to
1: What's going on, good people? This is your boy Mark B. Breaks on JQLM radio. <clears throat> Excuse me if my voice is a little weird right now. I woke up not too long ago. I'm drunk some milk. All kind of stuff you're not supposed to do before you get on the radio. I did all that stuff. Why? Because I got stuff to talk about and I didn't have time to prepare. Um, so let's get into it, man um there's so much stuff to talk about right now the reason why I I put unlike I do normally I put a title at the at the top of um, of this show just because there seems to be some confusion about about the protests that are going on and the riots that are going on <clears throat> and people are confusing this, and convoluting what is going on, I think a lot of people don't really, either haven't really took the time to process what's going on, or they don't know exactly what's going on. So they're trying to um, figure it out. Maybe some people are trying to sound smart, and and they you know are trying to just attach stuff to stuff. Um, but the riots and the protests that are going on right now, they are not in honor of. George Floyd. They aren't. Make sure I'm looking at the camera when I say this. They're not in honor of George Floyd. What you're seeing, and I'm going to have to pull this because I'm doing an acrobatic feat by stretching to the left and to the right. What you're seeing is an amalgamation of all the different times that people have shouted black lives matter all the different times that people have said um, stop shooting us stop killing us all the different times that there's been a hashtag put up all the different times that there's been a candlelight vigil all the all the different times where um, black people have gone to court and the judge hit the gavel and said not guilty this, this is what you're seeing. This is a culmination of all those different things. It had to come to a head sooner or later. And the way that this world works is if you can keep people distracted, you can prevent people from um, voicing one singular opinion. And as you can see, the singular opinion that's going on right now, <coughs> excuse me, the singular opinion that's going on right now is that the institution of law enforcement in the United States sucks. It's bad, it's horrible. There, people from all over the world are protesting. All over the world. You have people in France who are protesting police violence in the United States. Why, why would people from, it's weird to see that people from France care when people here in the United States are still justifying it. They're still like, well, if he would have just complied, what did he do in order to get in that situation in the first place? That's Americans saying that stuff. People from other countries are like, that's horrible. He just kneeled on that man's neck until he died. That's a a horrible thing. Nobody should have to deal with that. Nobody should have to be under that kind of regime of murder. That's state-sanctioned. So, this is bigger than George Floyd. It is. George Floyd is the spark that lit the fire. He is the spark. But there were many other... It's kind of like... It's kind of like if you've ever... um, If you ever lit a furnace... Not furnace. If you ever lit a fireplace and you had those starter bricks because you're not rustic or nothing like that enough to you know put logs on the fire and put paper underneath there and and get you know all do all the the preps prep work and stuff like that and you want to take the easy route and you get those starter logs and you put the starter logs in there with the logs and then you light the starter logs the starter logs start burning they burn real hot they catch the wood on fire and then they continue the flame but The starter logs, if you were just to put a gang of starter logs in there, they would burn real, real hot for a little bit, and then they would go out. They would burn fast and go out because they're not made to sustain the fire. They're just made to spark the fire. They're just made to start the fire. George Floyd was a man that deserved to live. He deserved to to walk this earth still. There's nothing that he did that was deserving of him being killed mercilessly at the hands of law enforcement. There's nothing that he did. But George George Floyd isn't the only one. He's not the only individual who, um, who was murdered at the hands of law enforcement. So the reason why people are saying, well, don't do this in George Floyd's honor. It's not in George, George Floyd's honor, and it's not in, memor- in remembrance of him. <clears throat> At some point, people are just tired. At some point, you can't continue to murder and subjugate um, a race of people. Everybody knows that it's happening. Everybody knows that it's going on, and expect that group to just accept it. Not when you can see other people living a different type of existence than you. I I said this I said this before and I say it again it's it's almost like you being an abused wife. A husband is abusing you, he's beating you every day for years. Everybody knows that he's beating you. You have busted lips and black eyes every week. But instead of people addressing the fact that you're getting beaten, they're talking to you about you know, hey, what about Desperate Housewives? Have you seen that episode? And da da da, da And you're kind of despondent, and they're like, how come you don't want to talk about this other stuff? You're like, I just got my tail beat. Like my lip is busted. My, you know, what I'm saying, I, I might have a concussion. And they're like, just put some lipstick on. You know, why do you have to complain about it all the time? Like, okay, yeah, it happens. It sucks. You know, sometimes, sometimes I get bumped when I'm in the subway too. You don't see me crying about it. You know, every once in a while I might run into a wall or something like that and get a black eye. You don't see me complaining about it. Put some mascara on, put some rouge on. Right. It's it's kind of the same thing. For the longest time, black people have been murdered at the hands of police. And even people that we call friends or family members to some of us who have mixed or blended families uh, and loved ones will have turned a blind eye to it. They've acknowledged the fact that, yes, this stuff happens, but individually they don't do anything about it to change it. Meaning you can have a friend who has a racist family member or boyfriend, girlfriend, or something like that, and they know that they're racist and know that 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 negatively affects you, and they do absolutely, absolutely nothing about it. You know well, yeah, he he or she may be racist, but you know they're nice to me all the time, and they always blah 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 blah, right, so before people start think start um making these posts talking about um this isn't what George Floyd was about and stuff like that, I want people to to take a minute and listen to listen to these names and reminisce right. Um, George Floyd definitely right but Drajan Reed here in Indianapolis right we still don't have we still don't have coroner's report we still don't have the name of the officer and this happened weeks ago we still don't have whether the bullets entered his back or entered his chest we don't have that information they're holding that information why do you think they're holding that information why would you hold that information? Because the story that's been put out is that there was an exchange of gunfire, an exchange. So if there was an exchange of gunfire and the police can prove that there was an exchange, why would they not put that information out, given everything that's happening right now, given all of the the social up rising and upheaval that's going on, the the fact that law enforcement is getting bashed right and left. Everybody hates law enforcement. Everybody. Even people who are in law enforcement hate law enforcement. In the wake of all that, if they had information that proved that Drajan Reed shot at the officer and the officer had to return fire, why wouldn't they put that information out yet? Ask yourself that question. Discuss amongst yourselves. Um, we still don't have that information. We don't have uh um we don't have the name of the officer that killed Rajon Reed. Let's move on to Aaron Bailey. Remember him? Led the police on a high speed chase. Um or maybe it was low speed, I'm not sure exactly. He hopped out the car, tried to run, the police officer shot him in the back because he was too fat and lazy to chase him down. That same day. There were white dude there was a white dude that led police on a high speed chase, hopped out, ran from the officer, somehow I think he even fought the officer and somehow was arrested. Somehow there was no thought of shooting him in the back because he couldn't he couldn't catch him. Like they, it didn't even cross that officer's mind, right? Same city you know what I'm saying? It's our same same area, Indianapolis. I think that happened in Anderson, I believe, or maybe it happened in Indi- Indianapolis. I'm not sure. But same scenario, same issue, right? Philando Castile. You know what happened to him? Licensed gun owner told the police officer that he had a license to carry and he had his gun in the car. What we're told to tell police officers, that's what we're told to tell them still shot because the police officer was scared. Not only did that officer that officer was fired eventually, but not only did that officer um not get found not guilty, but the the city paid him out $48,000 I believe for him being off during that time. Um Oscar Grant, remember him? Oscar Grant um young young boy didn't even have a chance to really become a man yet. Fruitville, uh Fruitville Station incident. Shot in the back while in handcuffs? Yeah. Here's a name that a lot of people don't um don't remember. I didn't even know of because I'm not from Indianapolis, but this is information that a friend um or, or a name that a friend passed to me. Michael Taylor. How many people from Indianapolis remember Michael Taylor? 1987. 16-year-old boy. 1987. Was in police custody on his way to um, juvenile detention for an accusation of theft. He didn't make it to juvenile detention because he sustained a gunshot to the back of his head while in police custody. Now, A gunshot to the back of his head while in police custody is horrible. What's worse is when that incident is ruled a suicide. So let me say it again. A gunshot in the back of his head while he has cuffs on at some say it was close range, some say it was at a distance ruled a suicide because police said that he had a weapon in his sock. Now, several police officers had uh, had patted him down and checked him. Several, not just one. Several had patted him down. And none of them caught the fact that he had a weapon in his high-top shoes. 1987, 16-year-old boy. We're going to talk a little bit more about that because I want people to understand that this thing goes way, way deeper than just George Floyd. I want people to understand that this isn't, everything that you're seeing right now is not just people being angry about this one person, George Floyd. We have generations of anger, right? We'll be back in a couple minutes. It's your boy Mark B on the breaks and JQLM radio. Stick and stay. See you in a minute.
0: I got to them. All do, yeah, me down.
2: Attention, all artists jqlm radio would love to support and put your music into rotation if you would like your music added to our rotation all you have to do is send us your music in mp3 format to info.egoentnet at gmail.com that's info.egoentnet at gmail.com and then simply share jqlm radio with your followers listeners and fans so that they may tune in and support you too Remember, we support you as you support us. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment and relevant topics.
3: So much money do.
2: going down every Monday night from 7 15 p.m to 8 p.m eastern standard time on jqlm radio on the business banger spotlight show with your host lady J. tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business see what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts and get your business banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there tune in by downloading the jqlm radio app on your android or apple devices or get JQL and Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Streama Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. I got the juice now. I got the juice. Welcome to JQLM Radio. It's real, raw, and relevant check out our stellar talk show lineup for your listening pleasure. We have everything from morning entertainment to health and wellness, to empowerment, to real life issues, music, marriage, sex, comedy, and much more. This is the place to be for the hottest talk shows in radio. Tune in by downloading the JQLM radio app or the tune in radio app and then search for JQLM Radio. Make sure you make it a favorite. Or you can listen straight from the JQLM Radio Facebook page by just clicking on the Use App button. You can also listen from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Oh, and did I mention you can tune in 24-7 for the hottest in R&B, gospel, hip-hop, and more show is not on. JQLM Real my Voices, Raw Entertainment, and Relevant Topics, game. a division of Ego it's Entertainment. Enjoy! Thanks, I don't know what you
0: see in me. Like, why do you believe in me? You know you should be leaving me. La-da-da-da.
1: Yo, yo, yo. This is my self destruction. This my self destruction. I don't get no fuss. Oh, man, I'm extra this far.
0: Yo, yo, it goes something, something, something. Can't remember nothing. Still don't get no fucks while out in
1: public. My All right, y'all, this is The Breaks. JKL on Radio is your boy, Mark B. Um, when we left off, I was talking about the story of Michael Taylor. Michael Taylor was a 16 year old. Indianapolis um, child that uh, sustained a gunshot wound to the back of his head while he was in police custody. Let me take this off because I don't feel like stretching out like that. All right. Um, 16 years old, sustained a gunshot wound to the back of his head while he was in police custody. Um, From reports that I saw, he was handcuffed in the back of a squad car on his way to juvenile detention and was shot in the back of the head um, police with a gun that was in his hands the police uh, and the coroner at the time uh, the coroner his name was Dr. Dennis Nichols Nicholas said that it was a suicide now just did a little bit of digging um, at the time the police chief was Paul A. Um, Arnie or Annie, Annie, Paul A. Annie. Um, and the officer who was transporting uh, Michael Taylor was Charles F. Penniston. Um, Mr. Penniston, I believe, died in 2008, I believe. Um, but the other officer that was uh, that arrested him, I believe, was Edwin M. Ars, A U R S, which it's It's kind of weird because there was another officer named uh, Officer Rs who, in 2018 was convicted of uh what was it he was he was convicted of uh, I can't remember the actual charge, but he shot a police detective who was investigating um, a a claim of uh, abuse with his wife. Um, so Mr. Ars, uh, didn't like it and shot at him and, uh, hit him, I think in the chest and in the back, something like that. And he was, uh, sentenced to 12 years, but I don't know if they're related, but you know, Ars, A-U-R-S seems to be a, a weird last name to not be related. But anyway, that was the, uh, officer, the chief of police at the time, Paul A. Annie, said that this was an, uh, officer, this said that this was, uh, a suicide, but check this out. He did recognize that, um, it was the officer's responsibility to make sure that, um, Michael Taylor was taken to the juvenile detention center, um, And that maybe they didn't do their job by patting them down properly. So his disciplinary action was to give the officers, both Officer R's and Officer Peniston, one day of a suspension. A suspension of one day without pay. We feel your pain, black people, and we understand that this was wrong here. Let me soothe your pain by giving these officers a one-day suspension. No pay, so can't say that I took it easy on them. They don't get their pay for a whole day. Yes, this was chief paul a Annie who um who was the disciplinarian in that uh in that scenario um of course, there was an uprising, of course, there were protests um nothing happened absolutely nothing happened there were no charges brought against uh, this this person the um, the mayor at the time was Mayor William H. Um, H- Hudnett. 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 Hudnett? Yeah, Hudnett. Um, and also, like the coroner, Doctor Dennis Nichols. He uh, he served on the Indiana Police and Fire Merit Board. That's that was interesting. staunch Republican. He he had political aspirations. Um, he was part of a lot of different uh organizations all republican led he was a republican till the day that he died he he um he was a republican his uh mayor of course was republican also um these are these are things this happened in eighty seven you know uh, and and I know to kids who were born in two thousand and 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 earlier or or later that seems like ancient history but the anger that young people have now, and I need young people to understand, the anger that you have now is anger that was passed to you from previous generations because of anger that was passed to us from previous generations for the lack of justice that we receive in the judicial system. This isn't just you that you're fighting for, that you're angry about. This isn't just you that you're uh, protesting about and writing for. The judicial system does not work, or I take it back. It does work. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. We just don't want to acknowledge that what it was meant to do is to lock up black people, to kill black men, um, to, to continue to subjugate. Law enforcement is the attack dog of white supremacy. And white supremacy is, is, is as I discussed in, in uh, last week's show, white supremacy has so, the roots are so deep that it touches everybody. So you don't have to be white in order to be a white supremacist. You really don't even have to be racist to be a white supremacist. The only thing you have to do is uphold white supremacy. You could be passive, completely passive, and uphold white supremacy. How do How do we know that? Amy Cooper, right? Um, the the, the what, what do we call her? Uh, um, Central Park Karen or whatever. The lady who called the police on the on the little black girl selling water. The lady who called the police on black people barbecuing. You know, the black or the white guy that called the police on the the um, on the black uh, person who was at the pool. The uh, the list goes on and on and on, right? What did these people do? Did they did they come out with a with a uh, cross and burn it on somebody's lawn? No, they didn't do that. They didn't have to do that. Amy Cooper is an example of a passive white supremacist. How? Because she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew the power of being a white woman and saying that this black man is threatening me to the police. She knew the she knew that even though she was in the wrong initially, if she were to call the police and weaponize them against this black man, then she would come out on top. She wouldn't have to bear any repercussions, and he would be sorry that he messed with that white woman that day. On my Facebook page, I posted some um, pictures of some young white men who who were doing the George Floyd challenge and during the George Floyd challenge they um they were kneeling on the necks of of one another but not putting all their weight on it because it's funny you know black people dying and uh there's there's always a joke to be made out of it. And of course, once they get outed and people find out who they are and they get suspended from whatever school they are or people threatening to beat their behind or or kill them or something like that, of course they'll apologize and say, well, you know, I was just making a joke and I'm sorry and it was a bad decision. Of course they'll do that. That's that's what they always do. It was a bad decision. I shouldn't have done it and and I was just trying to be funny and, and please forgive me and this isn't, this isn't reflective of my character, and my parents raised me better than all of that. All of that stuff. All that stuff. It, you know, it, it gets it. You know that you have to say that because because it's it's enough in this country for to have white tears. If you give white tears, that's enough. Amy Geiger went into the wrong apartment, shot a man in the chest while he was eating a bowl of cereal, cried, and and got convicted with one of the lightest sentences ever and received a hug from the judge because white supremacy. That's why. There's no other reason. Like Because her being sorry is enough. I know a whole bunch of dudes that probably in the court apologized and was crying and they didn't get no hug from the judge after killing somebody. No, no judge thought that, well, they they really didn't mean to, you know, they're 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 uh, uh, sorry for what they've done. So I don't want to be too harsh on that. I said no judge ever. So my thing is, is when you see all of this over generations, generations of people over and over again and black suffering it seems like black suffering is laughed at and this isn't by every white person period it's not um but black suffering is laughed at but it's also discounted because the NFL made a decision right it, it came out there was a there was a report that um, a former NFL executive uh, I think his name's Joe Lockhart he he said that Colin Kaepernick, being uh, blackballed, had absolutely nothing to do with his talent. Everybody who was a an, an executive knew that he was talented enough to at least be a backup, if not a starter, be a backup on somebody's team. Everybody knew that. But they had done the numbers and believed that they would lose 20% of their gait if anybody brought on Colin Kaepernick. So instead of them bringing Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick on they drug up people from the arena league people who had had been in broadcasting for a couple years that anybody that could because during that time also there was a rash of injuries at the quarterback position in the NFL like everybody was getting injured at the quarterback position so it seemed as if the NFL was going to have to allow Kaepernick to play well the NFL doubled down on that by bringing in people who hadn't played in like three, four years and bringing them in to be on their roster as opposed to bringing somebody who had just played last year or just played the year before that. Um, so the NFL doubled down on it because they, what the NFL basically said is that the entertainment, that black people are great for entertainment, but your issues we don't care about. We don't care about your issues. We want you to entertain us and that is the extent of our care about your personage. The NFL makes up the NFL is over 75% African American as far as the athletes are concerned. There's no African American um owners in the NFL and there are only two owners that are minorities, but definitely not definitely not black. The issues that Colin Kaepernick kneeled about is exactly what's going on right now. Exactly what's going on right now. In fact, the NFL is taking a ton of heat, rightfully so. I don't even watch the NFL. I don't. I really don't. I, I can't bring my, my conscience won't let me. And I look funny at people who still do. I do. I'm be I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I don't say nothing. I won, I might not say anything to you. But I kind of look at you suspect. When I see you talking about the game that you just saw and stuff I'm like, mm, "Okay." What that tells me is that when it comes down to um supporting black folks, you don't really support black folks. You kind of like black folks, you kind of, you know, you kind of love being black, but you don't. I mean, you kind of like being black. You don't you don't love it though. Because if you love it, there's no way you'd be able to see uh, an organization take that kind of stance against your own people and still support that organization. It's, there's no way. People are flipping out over Wendy's um, because one of the franchi- franchisees um, donated to Trump's campaign. they they flipping out over Wendy's and wanting to cancel Wendy's. Hold on. If you're going to cancel, cancel the NFL. If you're going to cancel cancel NFL instead of canceling Wendy's, number one, Wendy's burgers are delicious. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, it was not the, the organization of Wendy's. It wasn't the company. It was a franchisee. That's number two. Right? But if you are in such a furor, if you got that energy, keep that same energy when it comes to the NFL. I I have yet to see that. I I got friends to this day still watch the NFL, black, and will we'll, – be talking about, you know, yeah, Black Lives Matter and this, that, and the other, but they still watch not NFL, okay, all right. Some people ain't down for it, and some people are. But that just lets you know just how deep white supremacy and the roots of it um, bleed into every race and every culture in, in the United States. Because on one hand, you have... You have white supremacists who are devout, and they believe white is right, and that they should be in charge of everything. They're called the alt-right, whatever they want to call themselves. They believe white is superior. And then you have white people who, who aren't as adamant about it, but they'll follow along with that if that means that they get some kind of benefit out of it. You know, if they, if that means that they, um, they won't be. Uh, picked on or be the, the last ones picked or something like that. If they're a little bit better than somebody, they're fine with that. And then you have apathetic white people who who are kind of like, no, I'm not with the whole racist thing, but I'm not going to speak out against it because, you know, I just don't want to think about those things. It's a convenience not to think about it, right? And I'll tell you, on on then on the extreme end of, of that spectrum, you have white allies who are anti-racism those are the ones that you want in your corner those are the ones who like uh what's his name uh tommy from um from power uh what's his name jason sakura he was out protesting like he listen you have people who are really really down for the cause and they realize that injustice to someone's someone is injustice to everyone right but then on the on as far as black people are concerned, and I can only speak to black people, you have you have the Diamond and Silk, um, Candace Owens, Paris Denards, Joe Clarks of the world who who are in for all intents and purposes white supremacists. They believe that there should be a dominance that is in place. They won't say that, but if you justify Injustices to your own race It's kind of like And I just Watched uh, Django uh, Two nights ago It's kind of like Stefan from Django Stefan said he's been on that plantation For a long time He's seen a whole bunch of niggas running in and out And he said that he's seen A lot of stuff happen to him So Stefan was in a position of authority Saw a whole Bunch of abuses to people who looked like him, who came from where he came from, but instead of him having some kind of affinity towards his own, he almost resented his own. He almost—it's it's some kind of psychosis where he loved his master and resented his own people, and that's wh- who the Jason Whitlocks, Candace Owens. Diamond and silks. Those are people who are like, listen, it's more important for me to make money. I'm coming from the bottom, just like these people, uh, but not Candace Owens. So she was middle class. But I'm coming from the bottom like these people, but I'm going to make my money and then I'm going to go off and ride into the sunset. And if black people don't like me, I don't care because I'm going to be living on a hill somewhere and I'm not going to be dealing with black folks. I'm moving around white folks anyway. So they, they can care less. You have that kind of um, black folk. And then you have the kind of black folk that don't really care about anything. They just, they want to be a part of something. So if it's burning and looting and taking stuff, being ignorant and, you know, having turned up parties in the midst of a COVID nineteen outbreak, they with it. You know what I'm saying? You got that type. You got the noncommittal type of black folk that's like, yeah, you know, that stuff sucks, man, but I gotta I gotta go out here and I gotta make money and I gotta do my thing and, you know, hey, I got there's good people on both sides. You know, those type those type of black folks. Then you got the black folks that love their people so much that they can't watch death and murder and abuse of their own people and not do anything about it. The people in the previous group, listen, put business as usual. If that means putting up another booty pick, you know, or if that means showing off the new rims or showing off the new Jordans or something like that, they're not committed to their people anyway. They don't care much about it. And it, and it seems extremely tribal to constantly talk about my people or your people or whatever the problem is you have to be tribal almost because your people are the ones that are being disenfranchised that are being abused so it's like if even if I wasn't black and I walked into this I'd like to think that if I was Asian or or whatever that I would see, okay, this group here isn't being treated right. And I think that everybody should be treated fair. So I'm always going to side with this group here because they're being treated unfairly. And then once everybody's treated fairly, then I don't have to be loyal to this group here. I can be like, hey, well, we're all fair and square. We're all being treated fairly. That's not the case though. It's not the case. And everybody knows it's not the case. So instead of getting mad and talking about the people who are protesting and rioting and stuff like that how about we talk about the reasons why they're out here protesting and rioting in the first place black people have literally said stop killing our black men and police have been like nah nah we gotta do it i one more i gotta kill one more was it, it's Okay, all right, I'm done. No, no, one more, one more, one one, more. I'm going to kill one more, and then I'm going to be done. No, they're not done. Police officers, if you watch them right now, um, the mindset hasn't changed, and people people are wondering, what are we supposed to do? You know, like, you have people who are in law enforcement who are totally confused. They're befuddled. They don't know, okay, so if what we're doing right now is wrong, what is right? What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to be doing? Because I'm doing what I was trained to do. I'm doing what, what I was told to do. I'm making the judgment calls that I've been empowered to make. And those judgment calls are incorrect. You got black people who are like, okay, yeah, we looting, looting and we riding, rioting, but what are we going to do? What What's the plan? So when we get back from this break, I want to talk about where do we go from here uh i believe what was that a stacy ladis song or something like that where do we go i wish i had that on cue if i was if i was a, a better radio person i would have that song on cue but i'm not i'm not that good i'm just doing the best that i can but where do we go from here what's the next phase because eventually the rioting is going to stop eventually the the looting is going to stop eventually Hopefully the protesting doesn't stop. That goes for a while. But eventually that will stop also. What, what will make everything better? What will make, can we go? Are we going to go back to where we were? Is that even a viable thought process to go back to where we were? It's not going to work for us. Not for us. So we can't go back there. When we come back, I want to discuss where we go from here. I want to discuss what the next what's the what the next 10 years needs to look like as far as black people are concerned. This is a break. on so JQLM Radio. It's your boy Mark B. Stick and stay.
0: One day when I was riding on the train, I seen these two kids talking. About the Nubian rain had fallen. I didn't say nothing because these kids caught my goat. Even wore my coat like a murder that they wrote. So this kid with mouth swagging plays the cloak and dagger. So I got to show you my martial lock that I am. I could rock a jam, make the world Yes, I'm the bad man, and bad men were black. And if it come to drop the bombs, hey. With- Okay, it's you slim, the hard rock, the pack The won to kneel to the brothers It must be a hole in, but something good in his chest Now his whole body's swollen Why did I have to do it? He asked for it, his man saw it So it don't mean jack to me He's gone, that's how I'm supposed to be
3: You punk soupy grass, quick, fast, like my name was Flash, when a sucker tried rob me from a cash. You thought you had a sweet, thick, nice pick, but you didn't anticipate that I might be sick. Now, who's the trick? Because I'm not a up. No, 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 no. I always do the selling if I gotta do the swelling. My Nikes will be smelling your rectum till you learn. Brand new being, yo, you gotta respect them. Dissect them, yo. Our work is born regardless. To whom or what, and I do the a and stuff the hell off before i punch you in your face with a goddamn bass then you're gonna taste blood in your mouth it's gonna flood south to the ground then you're gonna know i don't play around so if you think you had two soft new jacks we're gonna have to off you with a few cracks to the jaw, and you won't pop that junk no more explain it to your punk friends you're laying on the floor did you want some more i didn't think so just got whipped like a sissy in the clink so i suggest you take your bloody messy and find a piece of wire the broke your jaw, then it's time to retire Lord Jamal will live long Cause I give strong blows To the heads of my foes Dread flows, Give me power as it grows Watch out, Ross Clyde, you catch the speed, not He not And hell will be your home Lord Jamal, a die as you swell your dome up to get beat down up <laughs> 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 be. to get beat Nonsense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, brother, you think we fellow, but we definitely didn't
0: fall. Word up, get knocked out with that deal, you know what I'm saying? Word up, Bronx crews know the flavor. Word up, Brooklyn, Queens know the flavor, yo. Uptown crews, Cortland dude. You know what I'm saying? Can't call it on that nonsense, though. Brand new me kicking black
3: facts. For the 90s and beyond, you All All punks, yeah. am beat down.
2: Have you ever heard the term "mind-blowing sex"? Experience the spicy, jaw-dropping world of sexual encounters in this compelling story of how the author set out on a sex expedition. Sexual healing is available on Amazon and www.ladyj.co. Get it now. Sexual Healing by Jacquie Merle.
0: Even faster, like a
2: love? I'm I'm am 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 a a a We all know a girl can never have too many shoes. So for all of the latest and hottest styles, check out Shoes Galore, owned by Monica Brown. Connect with them via Facebook at Shoes Galore. That's S-H-O-E-Z, Galore. The fashion your feet deserve. I got solutions, I'm
0: trying to solve them. That's all I can do for Yeah, they me down.
2: Attention, all artists jqlm radio would love to support and put your music into rotation if you would like your music added to our rotation all you have to do is send us your music in mp3 format to info.egoentnet at gmail.com that's info.egoentnet at gmail.com and then simply share jqlm radio with your followers listeners and fans so that they may tune in and support you too Remember, we support you as you support us. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. I reminisce,
3: I reminisce. Oh. Yeah.
1: I reminisce for a spell Or shall I say, think back yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track uh-huh. Alright y'all, we are back Breaks on JQLM Radio One of my favorite songs, Pete Rock, CL Smooth They reminisce over you I don't know what you was doing when this song came on But I was shook, I was stuck When this song came on uh, I want you all to listen You can listen live uh, on the JQLM Radio app um, when we When we have our live programming Um, You can also get JQLM Radio on the TuneIn app, search for JQLM Radio and get the JQLM Radio, you can get JQLM Radio on, uh, excuse me, turn that down a little bit, on Streamer, uh, Simple Radio app, search for JQLM Radio on the app. You can also tune in from our Facebook page at JQLM Radio um, and click the Use App button. You can also tune in from our website at egoentertainmentnet.com. And if you missed the show... Um, catch it on one of these platforms Spotify, iHeartRadio, Speaker Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Podcast Attic, Deezer CastBox We out here y'all Trying to make a difference So My question once I uh, In the last segment was Where do we go from here? What do, What does future look like now? what do, What are we supposed to be doing now? We can only We can only be mad for so long we can only um, riot for so long. We can only loot um, our protest for so long. We, what does that? What does the rest of our life look like? We have the COVID nineteen um, pandemic in the backdrop. Um, and listen, it's hard to be a revolutionary and also die a pandemic. It's hard to do both. You know what I'm saying? Some t- which. Which should let people know just how desperate we are for change. If all these people understand that there's a pandemic going on and they're willing to risk their health to to fight this uh to fight against this racial discrimination or a murder of black people, it must be that bad if they're willing to risk their health. It must be. It's the same argument that I that I use when it comes to people talking about um about illegal aliens coming over here crossing the border. Whatever they're running from must be worse than what they could possibly face here. It must be, or else they wouldn't put their families through that. You have people talking about, well, who would um who would put their children in harm's way like that anyway? Well my my response to that same as my response to the protesters and everything that's going obviously what they're running from is worse is a worse prospect than what they're running to so if we're willing to to risk our health out here protesting and and riding and stuff like that what we're riding about or what we're protesting must be worse it's got to be worse right so what what's what's the future hold what's what's next First and foremost, no empty gestures. We're tired of that. No empty gestures. Empty gestures to me are police officers are going to kneel with protesters or walk with protesters. Okay, that's cool. How about you arrest officers while they're in the act of committing a crime against black people? How about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate you kneeling. That's cool. Kneeling is great. How about you actually do something about it? That it can prevent all of this stuff. So, an officer is kneeling on the neck of somebody else, not on the shoulder blades, on the neck. How about you tell that officer to remove his knee from that person's neck, or you arrest them? How about that? Um, I. Not only not only officers, but there's video that has. Um, White people who are part of the protest, young white people who are part of the the protests, and they are, um, they are, breaking windows and busting into places during what is supposed to be peaceful protests. Not during, you know, not they're they're busting into these places all in the name of, and then they'll spray paint "Black Lives Matter." No, Black Lives Matter didn't do that. You did, Karen. You know, Stephen, you did that. So. That's an empty gesture. If you're if you're going to be part of the movement, then stop trying to control the movement. Be be an observer. Be a listener. Be a follower, because it's not your movement, right? It's it's not um, it's not your place to do that. And you're com- and you're convoluting the message by spray painting Black Lives Matter because what because what you're doing is the media is going to pick that up and say, "Oh, well, Black Lives Matter did this." And Black Lives Matter wasn't nowhere near that. So, no empty gestures. Um no more trying to talk to or ask people to understand the situation. No more doing that. Um I'm over it. I really am. I'm I'm over trying to convince people what racism is and why it's bad and why somebody can't just be a little racist and still be a good leader or still be a good person and still be I'm I'm over it. I'm done. If if you are fine with somebody who who shows racist tendencies, then it's because you're racist. If 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 you, black people are trying to say multiple black people are trying to tell you That somebody is racist and you keep on holding out the fight, telling black people what racism is when you've never experienced racism. You're probably racist. You're at least a white supremacist, because what you're saying is how all these black people don't like this feeling that this person or this thing that this person is doing because they feel that it negatively affects them. But, you know, I'm going to not only am I going to tell you that he's okay. I'm gonna dismiss what you're saying to me right now. So I'm dismissing what you're saying to me, and I'm telling you that what this person is is doing is okay, or it's not that bad to me. Or maybe he was just thinking this, or maybe he was just saying that. Okay. Miss me with that. I'm 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 done with that. I'm over that. I, I have no time for that. Um no more changing the narrative to justify police murders. And by changing the narrative, I mean people who are like, "Well, um, black lives only matter uh, to black people when they're, they're when white people take black lives." Stop it! Stop it! Start your own movement. You know what I'm saying? Start your own movement. Do that. Don't interfere with this one. Shut up, because there there's an actual. Proper problem that's happening right now. There's an actual crime that's being committed by people who we put in authority, and we give arresting powers, and we give guns to so that they can protect us. We pay the same kind of taxes that other people who aren't melanated pay, but we see we receive less of the uh, um, the favor from the, that same uh, 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 tax divvy that they're getting. We don't seem to, we don't receive the same services. We receive worse, worse services. We have every right to demand that you treat me the way that you treat somebody else. We don't put that uh, um, that standard on anybody else. That white people have to treat white people great in order to be treated great by law enforcement. Or that's like two uh, a couple walking into a Burger King and both of them arguing, and they pause the arguing to order and the the person taking an order like hold on hold on no y'all need to start treating each other better before i take your order no 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 i don't what we got going on ain't got nothing to do with you so we got to stop changing the narrative and and we have to we have to stop changing the narrative of this protest because it's not just about one person who was killed it's about the thousands upon thousands Of people who are killed at the hands of law enforcement Who are black Who they don't have to die They don't have to be treated that way We can see a better way of treating them They just refuse to do it No turning this into a black versus white thing Okay, so Here's the thing There is no black movement That will ever get off the ground Or be significant Without white allies It won't happen so we need to identify white allies. We need to identify the people who are who are there for us and who are trying to help us achieve what we're supposed to achieve. And we need to not discredit them because they're white. We got to stop talking to mixed people like, well, they don't get to have a say because they ain't really black. Yes, they are. A, a, a bullet from a cop who sees a light... A, a bullet from a cop is not going to get to the person and be like, oh, are they light-skinned or are they... like? Mixed Hmm Let me Let me Let me touch them first And say If you're mixed Then I'm not going to kill you all the way I'm only going to kill half of you I'm, No It's dumb Black people need to stop it White people Look I can't speak to white people Because I'm not white Black people need You sound dumb If you're saying that A mixed person Does not have a say In In the lives of black people You are insanely ignorant I don't even know how you tie your own shoes You're dumb Um Let's not make this into a black thing versus white thing, all right? This is police violence perpetrated mostly against black men, but against minorities and against black people. And this is a, a an American thing. It needs to be fixed by all Americans, white and black. No sellouts, man. Let's kick these Candace Owens and these these um, Jason Fatlocks and these you know Paris Denards. We have no use for them. We have no use for them. Stop interviewing them. They're irrelevant. We don't need any sellouts. And any family members that you know, look, we got in my in my high school, we have a, a dude that we graduated with. I won't even say his name because he's so irrelevant. But basically, the whole class has decided that he is um, he is irrelevant. We don't invite him to anything because he hates his blackness. Can't stand his his blackness. Anything that's anti-black, he's all about it. We don't need sellouts. And we need to remember who they are so that when everything goes down and they try and tap back into their blackness, no, sir, no, ma'am, you're not a part of us. Go over there and be their mascot and be their pet like you have been. Uh, And finally, vote. 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 Stop listening to people telling you your your vote doesn't matter and then They're the reason why we got Trump in office anyway. We got Trump in office because there was a lack of voting from us because we listen to people tell us not to vote. We listen to people tell us that that uh, there's no difference between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and our votes ain't going to be counted anyway. Stop listening to those folks. Vote. Vote because your great grandparents died so that you could. You have some people talking about, I, I don't have to hold around guilt because uh, guilt for my uh, grandparents. Yes, you do. You owe them. You owe them. And if you don't, if you're the type of person who feels like you don't owe anything to your ancestors or owe anything to your predecessors, then you're not one of us either. You're not with us. You're with them. Go be somebody else's mascot. Be somebody else's trained little poodle. But... Black people need to vote. We need to vote. We need to put the people in office that we want in office. We need we need people who care about our agenda, and we need people who we care about to talk to the people that care about our agenda. That's why we have groups like um, the Young Lions. Uh, um, I I keep messing up the last part of it, Kendall. I apologize, man. But Kendall Kendall Wyatt and and his group, the Young Lions, who go and they talk to, uh, they're they're dealing directly with the Drajon Reed. Um, situation, but they're also trying to bring about um, changes, like the fact that IMPD is not they don't have body cams and they're not required to wear them Uh, the Citizens Review Board that is picked by everybody who is a a police sympathizer who is basically always going to side with police, they're working on those things, and we need people who are going to go and talk to them and have these conversations but also vote You know what I'm saying? Vote because you you give the people who are advocating for you. You give them more power. You give them more authority when you actually vote and help put people in place. That's going to give an ear to these individuals that care about our uh, our community. All right. I got to get out of here, man. I got to get ready for work and, and make somebody else rich. But have these conversations, you know what I'm saying? Understand, stop don't let people tell you the narrative what the narrative is. Research. Read. You know what I'm saying? Research what's going on and understand that this is bigger than George Floyd. This is this is necessary and it was a long time coming. But after the ashes, after the the streets are opened back up after all this understand there is an after and we have to be prepared for what's next all right this is breaks with jqlm radio with your boy mark b i love y'all peace and peace